Are you having a good day? Make it better with a couple of wise guys. You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of A Couple of Wise Guys, the show where the members of the illustrious LWG, that's Los Wise Guys, as you already knew, come together to talk about what's on our minds, in our hearts, and everything else under the sun. I'm one of your co-hosts, my name is Dan, one of your regulars, here once again, to my right, another one of your regulars, we have Rudy. Welcome, Rudy. What's going on, Dan? How you doing? And we have a special guest today. Yep, Rudy's big brother that's just so much more entertaining. Yeah, Fernando, welcome. Or as I like to call myself, Jack Skellington. There you go. Okay. Jack Skellington. He must or be as really... Siri likes to call me. Why does she call you Jack What is Skellington? my name? I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what is my name? You're Fernando. Since we're friends, I get to call you Daddy. Damn straight. Okay. There it is. Thank you. Um, you know, you know, uh, we've never had Fernando on the show before. At least, not that you know of. Yeah, uh, so, not officially. So we brought him on. He has a nice little vacation from his job. And we have a nice, interesting, special topic that I think is actually really interesting to all of us that we're all yeah, into. Absolutely. Uh, what's our topic today, Dan? Um, why is it that people like horror? And horror. Yeah, it could be horror, you know, movies, games, books, anything. Just horror. Why is it that we enjoy, you know, the fear? I so guess. anything and everything related to horror. Hmm. Why do we love being scared? Why do we love gore? Yeah. Um, it's actually a really interesting topic when you yeah. think about it. Absolutely. Um, it's quite depressing, too. Depressing? No, you think about it. Yeah, it can I be. I love the blood. I love the knife that goes into it. I love the way they killed that bitch. What? <laughs> 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 I think you're reading a little bit too much into the, yeah. to the movies. Well, I am maybe. 10 years older than you, so. Okay. No, okay. There's something nice about it, especially when you uh, see certain footage of the uh, Friday the 13th uh, game. I don't okay. know if you saw some of that. That's right. I still have to check that out. <laughs> no, I did. Um, you didn't check that out, Dan? No, I still have to check out that, um, uh, that game. It was play. really interesting, actually. That um, that Friday the 13th game that was on uh, that's coming to PlayStation and Xbox One soon, uh, it actually, for the first time, unless I'm mistaken, puts you in the shoes of Jason Voorhees, um, where you get to go out there and kill campers, but it also lets you be the campers and let you run away from uh, Jason. Um, That's great, because I always, every time I watch a Friday the 13th movie, I always thought, I know Jason could do this better. Let yeah. me improve upon this. How did Jason get from there to there if he's so slow? And I think the game kind of says that he teleports, which is Does he? first. I mean, I saw the gameplay. I didn't see him actually teleporting in the game, but I did see his, uh, he's got like this toning sense that I was looking at. He saw a camper that he was going to try and kill, but they escaped. Um, it was holding on to him. Like, the camera was holding on to Jason while he was trying to do something to him. And she kind of ran away and got away from him. And he has, like, this sense where he can see her in the dark. It's kind of like the Batman Arkham games. Yeah, yeah, kind of. The detective mode. So you see her running away, running into the the cabin, so to speak. And then it's pretty ingenious. They actually set it up so that you can raise the volume or run water in the music. Like, run water or raise volume on music to distract him so his senses don't work. Mm -hmm. Um, To throw him off. Yeah, and then that's all like opening a window, so it makes it look like you ran out of the building. So, I mean, 
It's actually pretty ingenious when you think about that it. That sounds pretty interesting. Um, I think this is... The, well, I hate to get into the gaming field of this discussion, but, I mean, it's the type of game that everyone has always asked for since they were kids. Mm-hmm. I always want to play a game where I'm the killer. I'm mm-hmm. Jason. Huh? As opposed to always being the survivor and the person trying to kill Jason. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, when you're talking about horror games, I mean, that's a... I mean, you think about Resident Evil, you think about uh, Until Dawn, you are the victim. You yeah. are the person who is trying to... Yeah, but in like a Resident Evil game, which, you know, the original ones, when I used to play them, were very scary, I didn't want to be the zombie. I didn't want to be the monster. I wanted to be... Because that's not scary. If anything, they're the ones who are always... that are scaring people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I'm just in general, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at... I mean, yeah, it is something new. Because I'm trying to think if you really have ever been the, the killer, so to speak. And the only... Other time where you get something close to that is like Left for Dead when you are the 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 monster so to speak. Okay, I got you. Uh, yeah. You're never really the actual killer so yeah. to speak. So I mean, Dan and I recently played. I'm still currently playing it, but Dan played Until Dawn. Yeah, great game. Where it's actually more of a realistic feel to it. It's actually not a super powered or a uh, like you know like a Freddy Krueger type where you have like you know you're in someone's nightmares or whatever. You're actually playing the victim so to speak against a real-life person who's trying to kill you and whatnot. And, I mean, the mechanics are really simplistic, but, you know, it does have jump scares. You know, they're I, not I, relying By so your heavily. statement, I could tell you haven't gotten that far into the game yet. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far. Well, get ready. But regardless, okay. when you <laughs> play games like this or you watch movies of that sort, you know, you always you always root for the bad guy, which is always the killer. And why why do we always do that? Well, do we? The the way the way they make the movies, especially like let's say Freddy Krueger, like back in the day, like Nightmare on Elm Street, the original was you know a bunch of kids getting killed by some guy. That's 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 like a standard. But then after a while, Freddy starts cracking some jokes. He start coming back, and you get excited when you see a trailer. Oh, Freddy's coming back! We got a new Freddy movie. We like him. Or you have uh, Chucky from yeah, Child's Play. He's hilarious. See, but then I think you're. I mean, well, I guess it's the char- the charismatic nature of that character yep. that makes you want to enjoy them. But do we really root for the villain like you were talking about? Though? Like, I, I would never really watch the Jason. I think we do that Jason. all the time. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. I, I, I root mean, for the villain. I, I think that happens with not just movies, but it comes to wrestling. You know, a lot of things have changed over the years where people want to be the bad guy. They mm-hmm. want to root for that bad guy. Hmm. There's something about it. Do you think that we are, like, I mean, like, I look at, I think it's a, a thing of the times, but do you think that we're ever going to get back to our roots in horror where we actually are going to enjoy the movies? Like, everything seems now more gore than everything else. It's a very, it, you know what, I've really learned it's a very generational type thing. Yeah. Growing up with certain movies, yeah, a lot of them scared the shit out of me back in the day where now it's like it's a joke. Yeah. And that's just to me as opposed to maybe someone 15 years younger than me might actually get scared and like, oh man, that's a scary movie. You should, you should watch this one. Where I'm more like it's a joke. No, I haven't been scared in God knows how long. Uh, my my problem with the movies nowadays is uh, you mentioned that the, most of them are tend to be gory. My thing is just about everything has to do with either a, a haunted person or, I mean, a possessed person or a haunted house. It's basically the same movie over and over again. Before we had slashers, we had that, the haunted stuff. Mm-hmm. We had serial killers. We had this, that. We had a bunch of different things. Now we're all focused on, like, the same thing over and over. I want to see something new or bring back something old and that's going to feel like new. I think well, at one point there was a big gap when it came to uh, horror movies. They weren't really there. And out of nowhere... Um, Wes Craven came out with Scream. Mm-hmm. And I think that really um, set the path for a lot of movies that came after that because of how successful it became. Yeah. It wasn't really so much to me a horror movie. It was more about suspense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but that's the thing. The best type of movies like that are a dramatic suspense movie nowadays that, uh, that people get into where it's kind of just like it doesn't give you enough information to really know what's going to happen. 
But I think the problem that people are facing with horror movies in general is that you're not putting enough into the the villain to make him like a signature figure. You, you know, didn't like, need to. You really didn't have to back in the day. I mean, like I'll take even a, a movie like Jaws. Okay. Um, there was a movie where you didn't really even see the shark for only but so much of the movie, yeah, and true. it scared the shit out of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it was very suspenseful, right? Uh, I mean, the thing. to it think was... that because I mean, mm-hmm. times have you gone to the uh, to the shore where you're thinking that something might bite you in the water, just by some crazy chance you might be somewhere where you might have a shark. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that realistic movies that have that portrayal are more impactful as to scaring people than you know, slash than tornado shark or whatever the hell they yeah. tornado shark <laughs> movie that came From out, fucking 3D piranha? Yeah, shark. I don't know yeah, what's yeah, up with yeah. that stuff. I don't know. I just, you know, like, I, I, I see that we're getting into an area with gore. Like, the last movie, it wasn't scary, but that caught my interest as to, I can understand why this would uh, scare or bother people, was hostile. Because the idea of going on vacation in a country you've never been to, and you don't know how it's going to be there. And it seems like the natives in that movie, you know, that area, knew that there are these type of organizations that are going to kidnap people and, you know, cut them to pieces or whatever it is. But, you know, I, that, I can understand why people would be scared to even leave their country after yeah, that. They made well, it seem like it was a regular thing. movies like that. They do better than what they want to call blockbuster-type movies for mm-hmm. horror. Um, I mean, I'll take one that's... Oh, was that one particular movie where they were... Um, Cabin Fever? Okay, yeah. Mm. I was a big fan of it. I liked it. Um, I, I didn't see it. That movie looks pretty stupid. I just like the realistic mm. aspects of it. It's, it's or there was another particular movie where... I, I don't remember 100% what it was, but... Just basically, you know, you had a bunch of teens lost in the woods. Or maybe, I think it might have been called Wrong Turn. Wrong Turn was with... And um, they found these three cannibals. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's wrong. Wrong Turn, turn with Eliza mm-hmm. Dushku. Yeah. And they were cannibals that were inbred. It's always those predictable movies that sometimes uh, tell a better story than the ones that are given a bigger budget. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll I tell you, like, the ones that, like... The ones that pique my interest in the most are the ones that are more realistic to it. You know, that, that, that neighbor that is just... You know nothing about, but the next thing you know, you go over there and something's completely wrong, and you know, you know, like disturbia. Yeah, like disturbia. Yeah, because those are realistic things that, whether we like to believe it or not, are actually true. There are people that are out there. You you could be next to a neighbor who's fucking literally insane, and you wouldn't even know it, and you've been living next to him for years. Yeah, but. I mean, I think when you're talking about gore and the way horror is now, well, I mean, now we've transitioned to a conjuring spirits and, and possessed type thing. Um, I feel like you, we've been in that, though, for a while, ever since, I don't know, paranormal activity. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that, that really started with, um, back in the day, what was that? Old, uh, the Exorcist. Well, it was, yeah, that way was like back the in the day. possession type of movie that yeah. really threw people for a loop because of how... How yeah. graphic it was. Like that genre, it's always been there, but I feel like just nowadays they're they're really trying to capitalize on it. You yeah, know, I'm pretty surprised at how. I mean, like um, I, mean, I don't know if people consider it or not, but The Walking Dead on AMC actually I would consider it sort of horror aspect of it. Whether people find it scary or not, my interest is in the fact that you're that how far they're expanding the box, so to speak, on allowing these things to be shown because yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's very character driven. Yeah. And um, then they have the parts where it's like it can be gory, and then you know they have to outdo themselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm just surprised that like there are episodes where we see someone literally being eaten alive on the show, and I'm like, I don't. I think ten years ago we probably wouldn't have seen this on television. So right. I think it's pretty interesting that you know maybe it's the numbing factor. Maybe mm-hmm. we're getting so numb to the idea, and we're well, just the rules are changing. Okay. I mean, at one point you couldn't even have real curse words on TV. Now you can say mm-hmm. shit. You know yeah. what's next? Who knows? Yeah. But, I mean, like, you look at, and I think they're in the process now of making another uh, Friday the 13th movie that should be coming out. 
I don't really know what kind of take they're going to go on it. Um, well, actually, I, I heard a couple rumors. I mean, not that I want to down it before I even, I even see anything of it, but it's, 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 it's really hard to try to reinvent something like that from, from the beginning with the same aspects of how the story worked and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they, tried, when they remade uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I, I had a lot of high hopes for that in terms of also the story that they were going with in the beginning. and You didn't know whether or not it was true if uh, Freddy Krueger was a pedophile or not. Like, did he come back for revenge to okay. get the people who thought he did what he did? Mm-hmm. Or did he actually do it? I like that part. But then when you watch the movie, it kind of went downhill. But do you, what do you think the problem is with that, though? I mean, it wasn't... I mean, first of all, you get to a certain point where you're just not scared of the movies anymore. But do you think it has to do with the acting, too? Because if you look at a lot of these older movies, did they really depend on really good acting? I mean, Johnny mm-hmm. Depp was in the first Nightmare on Elm Street not movie. Much, no, I mean, I think... You know, when it came to the... Well, well for instance, Jason alone, he, he didn't really need much acting. <laughs> yeah. He just had to do his particular part. You only had the one job, Jason. Yeah. That's why, honestly, my favorite horror... and I, don't, I guess we can all go around the table and find My favorite horror character, if you're going to talk about slashers, is Michael Myers. But yeah. it's because he is the most normal of them. You know, I always he is look at him as more of Jason with just a rubber mask. You said what? He, look, he always reminded me more of Jason, but just with a rubber mask. Yeah, but Jason had the supernatural element to him. J- mm-hmm. Michael Myers was led to, you're led to believe that he's just some crazy guy who's yeah. pulling off all this crazy stuff. That was my thing. I mean, I didn't worry about the so much of, okay, he's, she's running for miles, and he just magically teleports there and grabs her. I was more along the lines that those scenes in the first Halloween movie where he's just outside the window looking in while mm-hmm. she's fucking washing the clothes or whatever maybe, I'm just like... That's fucking creepy. Like, like, and that's why I love Halloween one, Halloween two, because it is literally you're chilling on a Halloween night. You don't think anything is gonna go wrong. There's didn't kids out there. Didn't he drive a car one time? What happened? Michael Myers. Didn't he like drive a car one time? Well, that's the way the movie starts. The movie starts where him being on the fucking mm-hmm. on the roof, and he just like breaks the window, and he takes the car from the nurse and everything like that. Yeah. So, in little aspects like that, yeah, you yeah, know, it, it gives a sense of realism. Yeah. See, but then it's like. It got to a point, like, even, and that's why I always say these are signature figures, because even, what's his name, Ghostface from Scream? Yep. I mean, there are people like that. I mean, you, you hear those you hear those stories about those high school kids who just go fucking crazy over jealousy or whatever, maybe not getting sex, whatever it is, and... <laughs> <laughs> sex deprived. <laughs> I want to go on a fucking massacre. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what the movie was about, actually. I don't think a lot of people, like, people don't look at Scary Movie, I mean, Scream 1, and be like, yeah, the movie was all because she didn't want to give it up. And then I, no, is that yeah? He was like, he, is that what you think? Is that what people were saying? Are you talking oh, about the first Scream movie? Yeah, the first Scream movie. That's no, not really it what a lot it's more about. Than that. I mean, it also had to do with, with how her father broke up her mother's original marriage to the guy she was dating. Yeah, and he was oh, okay, pissed yeah, off yeah, about that. And, and Billy, to do her with brother. I mean, her. It up. Yeah, and Billy, her boyfriend was. Uh, didn't he have, like have a relationship with the mother? Unless I'm mistaken. Something. Or was so, no, that was so that was Cindy's Cotton. mother. Cindy's ended mother. up having a relationship with his father. With Billy's father, that's what it was. Their, that's what his, it was. His um, their marriage, mm-hmm. and that was his way of revenge because uh, pretty much his parents were broken up because of her mother. Yeah. And then what was Stu's problem? Stu was insane. He, he was <laughs> thinking, was like, man, you know, yeah, whatever. You know, yeah, you want to go fuck somebody? Else? Well, sure, sure. I yeah. other friends. He's but, just thinking one day I'm gonna be in a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah, no, my favorite my favorite part of that is mm-hmm. so like, did you really call the cops? He's yeah. like, yeah, like, my parents are going to be so mad. Yeah. What about when he got stabbed? No, I love when he, he got was hit great. with the phone. He hit me with the phone, dick. <laughs> <laughs> love that movie. I love that series. Yeah, but I mean, if, if you look at that movie too, I actually do think there's actually some pretty good actors in that movie that helped that movie a lot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we get to the latest Scream where it's just like, now it's just now it's just a joke. I mean, to the point where, where didn't they have an MTV Are you talking series? about the Scream movie or the Scream show? 
No, that's what I'm saying. The movies, but I mean, like, but then it turned into a joke when they made the the TV series. Oh, on MTV. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen the TV series? Screen movie. No, I never saw it, but I mean, I'm planning on watching it on TV. You never know. I don't know. This is what I do when I watch certain movies like that. I tend to, as I'm watching it, I always picture myself in this movie. And every scene that they put on the movie, I think to myself, okay, what would I have said? What decision would I have made to make it realistic for me? Mm-hmm. And when I see certain other aspects happen, it's like, ah, I wouldn't have done that. Maybe not so much as a movie um, buff, but I would have been like, well, realistically, that wouldn't make sense. But it wouldn't have been entertaining either if that was the case. See, but have they made, you know what the funny thing is? We look back at these old movies and, you know, it played on stupidity, where it's like, oh, if I make this left, like, should we stick together or should we not stick together? Well, that's why you see a lot of parodies like that, because it's like, that's mm-hmm. exactly what you see in a lot of horror movies, the, the dumb decisions and the type of casting that they put in there. Like, there's always, always one black person and they always end up dying. Yeah. You know? There's always the one stupid blonde or the, you know, the smart person that yeah. ends up dying first. <laughs> but the reason, the reason I'm asking is, have we seen a movie where they play on the intelligence, but it still goes wrong? Like, have we seen where it's like, no, let's stick together in a group, and then the killer finds a way to separate them, and or finds a way to kill them even when they're in a group. Not, not that I can think um, of. That kind of reminds me of what happened in Nightmare on Elm Street three when they all try to go after Freddy at once, and they end up getting separated, and he took them out one by one within their dreams. Oh, in their dreams, they yeah. were supposed mm-hmm. to stick together. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the, the that part of the plot of the movie was more towards the end. I had a lot of high hopes for uh, Freddy versus Jason when that movie first came out. And I think it was did. as bad as people gave it. I in matter of fact, I don't even think it got really bad reviews. It was actually pretty good. I still like it. I don't know. It had its issues, but, you know, yeah. it, you know, would you expect an, an old... I mean, back when people wanted to see Freddy vs. Jason, that was more back in the 80s. It probably would have been a whole complete different story. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I just, I guess because of the, how comedic it was, that was my issue with it. Yeah, like I even mean, when they had those two, the stoner guys, and I'm like, is this supposed to be uh, Silent Bob? Is yeah. this supposed to be uh, Jay? That's the way it kind of <laughs> seemed. to dig you off that vibe. But that's the thing. That was at the point where Freddy Krueger had already... I thought that was funny. That was hilarious. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, but then... I mean, it goes back to our original question for the podcast. It goes back to why do people like horror, though? Is it... Is it the suspense? Is it the feeling where it's like, oh, I would... The the feeling that you have that intelligence where it's like, oh, I would have did something better than that. I could have survived that more. Or is it just, you know... Is there something in us that drives us to it? To want to feel that way. Like I even you can go even further than that. Some people there are actual rides. There's a, that you know the, it's a, an event you can actually go to to be scared. Like yeah. you know the, uh, the hay rides they call them. I think. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, 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 I think um, my bro- I think our other our other brother Josh. Yeah, uh, he went on a hay ride. Um, where this guy literally was running around with a chainsaw. Yeah, you heard the chainsaw in the background. It gets all dark, and they're like, "Oh no, hey, you're right. Oh well, there's something happened to the the hay ride. I guess we gotta stay up, stop here, and get off." <laughs> yeah, I, which I don't understand though. Like, see, my mentality is, I mean, because you already know what you got yourself into. That's the type of stuff that's not gonna scare me. There's you something know about I mean? it. Like even when I was really young, I don't know if you've ever been to the Liberty Science Center. Yeah, right? and they have this particular exhibit where you can go through this particular tunnel. And there's no light whatsoever. Oh, yeah. You're literally pitch, it's pitch black. You're going through it. And some people, some kids freaked out in there. Some people thought it was fun, too. So did it's, we, it's did, really hard I, I to... I used to go through it. I, I liked it, yeah. Yeah, I thought... Did we talk about this recently? Now in the show, but did we talk about that recently? No, we've talked about this a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah. See, like that... See, like, that's the type of stuff that freaked me out. Like, the idea of being buried alive. Like, I get claustrophobic mm-hmm. already, but that idea where you cannot move. You are confined. And... 
there's no way out. Like well, that, 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 those that are those are other issues. I mean, if you have claustrophobia and issues like that, that could really fuck with your head. Yeah, but I mean, like I'm literally just sitting here waiting till we get out of this whole conjuring exorcist type of genre that we're in now to see where the hell else we can go from here. Yeah. It really well, don't forget that. We also have people well, going, oh, obsessed with zombies it's and really stuff like that, too. Yeah. There are certain genres that have already been said. You just have to find out what can make people tick again. Yeah. I mean, I, I told you, I really just think that the slasher films lasted as long as they did because of how signature the characters were. I mean, it wasn't about the fact that Jason had superpowers or whatever it was. It was just the fact of we knew his backstory. We knew why he was killing people, and that is what drew. Same thing for Freddy Krueger. We knew his backstory. We knew, like they put so much story into who the characters were and the vil- and the villains, so to speak, that you got so attached to them. There's like, okay, it's Halloween. Now we know what we have to look out for, or you know, we can't go to sleep because this is what it is, or why the hell are we going back to this lake again? So I mean, other than that, I'm trying to think about any other. Or, I mean, and Psycho was a really good original one too, where it's like. It's literally just a crazy-ass person who mm-hmm. owns a little motel, and he just, like, I mean, I don't know too much about it, but you little, know a little bit more about it. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the first. Freaky as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, like, one of the first, uh, like, twists they, they did in horror movies, at least that I'm aware of, because um, you're led to believe that Norman Bates' mother is going around, uh, you know, killing all these people that she thinks is trying to uh, seduce her son. And then, uh, you know, you see this, you see, like, the, the bonnet, like, her hair the way it is, and you see the shadow of it, and you're thinking, she's running around, this cra- <clears throat> sorry, this crazy old lady just running around killing people. And then it uh, turns out, no, it's Norman. He's just, his mother died a while ago, and he's just trying to act like she's still alive. But those, those little weird dresses on his spare time and just yeah. go around. There's yeah. just something fun about being scared, even though it's not really a positive feeling. Yeah. Well, think sense. of roller coasters. Yeah, people love yeah. going on roller coasters. Sure. I mean, all, all, all those people rides pretty much. And it's like, let's go again. Yeah. Bungee jumping, skydiving. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rush, you know. It's almost yeah. like, that's it's exactly what it is. Do you think that you know the horror movies are just pointless now? I mean, when you see promotions for movies, do we really see horror movies being promoted? I mean, we see The Conjuring, but it's more along the lines of we I've saw the first one, so should we see it again? Yeah, like I, I think the only thing I've seen recently was that um, trailer for this. Uh, I think literally it's just called Clown. Yeah, you should admit. I actually have an interest and in that. that um, I think there was like two type of trailers. I think one was it was more of um, the director just trying to try something. And yeah, it, it no, never got right. its footing until just recently. Did you Did you see the trailer on this one day? No, no, I haven't. I haven't Guy heard basically uh, kids having a party, and they hired a clown for the for the party, and uh, pretty much it, spoilers for the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the clown doesn't show up. I don't know. Well, probably wasn't booked right. Who knows. Father has to find some kind of a substitute for the situation. Mm-hmm. So he, I don't know where he goes. Maybe his own attic. And he's like, "Oh, look at this old clown suit. I'll dress up as a clown." For oh wait, kid. no, I have seen this. I have oh, seen this trailer. Yeah, yeah. that's saw the trailer a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, where yeah. he like he puts on the mask. Yeah. Come to it, find out that all the stuff he put on it was it was possessed. It was possessed. Yeah. And it won't once come again off possessed. His body and he's like trying everything he can. He slowly turns into a clown. His demon. fucking shoot, His fucking feet get humongous. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Screaming yeah. in pain. No, I've seen that. But it is yet again, as Dan said, it's another possession movie. I, mean, I think it might be good. I, well, in that particular movie, I might, I'm kind of interested in seeing. I mean, not in the movie theater, but um, because the same guy who's directing the movie is um, the guy directing the upcoming Spider-Man Homecoming movie, which I would believe that you don't just give any director those type of rights unless you you know, you know really thought he has some type of a vision. I actually didn't know that. That's interesting. Are, oh. you, sure, are you sure this has nothing to do with your, uh, your fear of clowns, as mom liked to say? 
No, no, fair class, just don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> my mother said I think she took him to the circus and she was trying to introduce him to the clown. And Look, anytime just... you introduce a clown to a child, you're going to get probably more, 9 out of 10 the bad reaction. I don't know. I never had oh, a I was cool with clowns. clowns. I never had a problem. I said 9 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one exception. But uh, no, I, I have seen, there. I feel like there are a lot of trailers that do promote horror movies that come out. Um, Like there's, uh, have you seen Lights Out? Like there's a trailer for that one coming out. Mm-hmm. Listen, Santa Claus can sometimes be scary. I know he was for me. And meanwhile, Santa the man Claus. brings you presents and you still don't want to fucking fuck with him. <laughs> my said- mom took me to go see um, uh, Santa one time at the mall and I kept my eyes completely closed the whole time. <laughs> as if as, as if like it was some kind of myth that if you open your eyes, Santa's going to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's talking to you. Yeah, who, who he tried said to give that? me a lollipop to open up my eyes, so I opened my mouth and took a lollipop. Yeah, I just better hope that was a lollipop. I only know what they could have stuck in my mouth. Yes, exactly. That's so weird. <laughs> I mean, then I'm surprised you didn't find an interest in that whack movie. Uh, I don't know if it's black. People might like it. Uh, Krampus. 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 Um, I, I heard of the concept before from a from another director, but I didn't think they would come out with the movie actually. Well, so Krampus is something that's too. been around for years. Like it, it's it's mm-hmm. a, considered a real like folk tale thing. No, I was gonna say what's Krampus the... Belschnickel. Belschnickel. Yeah. If you don't know, you got to go watch The Office. That is hilarious. <laughs> um. No, I'm trying to think about recent movies that I actually enjoyed watching that were, I guess, in the horror genre. Um, I like Dead Silence. Dead Silence, I, I like that one a lot. Did you, you know what that one is, Renata? Yes. With the puppets and everything like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I mean, that concept was just interesting to me. I mean, but I there was backstory. Of, Once uh, again, there was backstory there. Again, yes, yeah. exactly. That's, I'm telling you, that is what needs to drive these movies is a backstory. You know, it's, but sometimes you don't even have to have the greatest movie to actually still be entertained because, and that's why the, you, know, you have cult classic type movies. Um, there's some certain movies I could name right now that no one would probably even know I'm talking about. Go ahead. Like I think it was, I think it was just literally called Dolls. Yeah, I never heard. Of I think movie. I, I think I have heard. It's like a group of people. They, I don't know, they're stranded, but they're all different. Like you got like a punk rocker crew, a married crew, and a rich crew, and they end up going to some house, and it was just an old couple there, and there was a kid involved. I'm not just throwing things out there, but um, <laughs> just make it so up. Slowly but surely, uh, these people. Get killed by dolls, and they they end up turning into dolls. Is that the? That's not the movie you showed me. That's not no, like this the, is. Well, you know what I'm talking about the tales. Is that the, the one of the tales movie where like the dolls take possession and try to kill like a senator or a government official or something? No, like no, that? no. You're thinking of uh, Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood, right? Yeah, that's Good another old Tales oh, man, from the Hood. Was, I went to the theater to go see that one. That was crazy. I mean, you literally take a gangster movie and just throw horror in yeah. there, yeah. and that's what you got. Yeah. And then the guy, and the fucking guy, is like, what, sweating up a storm? And he's like, why the fuck is he like sweating so badly? And then it turned out to be the end. He was the devil or whatever, maybe. So. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but see, I also like stuff like that. Like, I mean, I mean, like I looked at Tales of the Crypt when I was a kid and looked at their mm-hmm. movies, and I was like, I thought these were great. And Dude, I, I used to I, love I, Tales I from like the Crypt. Privileged, like one of the only kids in high school or, or grade school that had HBO, and literally late, late at night I'd watch Tales from the Crypt, and I just love the intro, just going through from a first person oh, view yeah. all the way into the mansion. The intro is the best part. Down the steps into the crypt, and he just comes out and screams. <laughs> I found that hilarious. When he started. <laughs> Everybody found the Crypt Keeper hilarious. Yeah, I feel like no. I mean, they made a cartoon out of it. Yeah, Remember the no, kid one? Did. Yeah. I feel like he went to school and talked about the Tales of the Crypt. And, and like, yeah, he told bad jokes, but he was entertaining. It's kind of yeah, like exactly. But the, like you're talking about how no one else looked at. Like I'm almost either thinking that our parents were really neglectful and let you watch HBO, or that everyone else was just not aware that it was on. Yeah, so it's one of those things you couldn't really go back and be like, "Hey, did you see the Tales of the Crypt?" I'm like, I don't have cable, rich boy. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm not rich. I'm poor as hell. I'm like, yeah, but you got HBO. And all of a sudden, because of that, you got money. You got the hot box. I'm like, how many poor people, you always got that one thing in their house where it's like it's expensive as hell, but the rest of the place is terrible. Yes. Yeah, like, so great boom box, but you know, I got the yeah, holes with TVs. We have like a fucking 65 inch TV in the living room, <clears> but everything else looks like it's from the 1990s. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, you, uh, you, you thirsty? You want some Kool Aid? I'm like, really? Like you want else? purple stuff? Yeah, right. <laughs> no grape drink. Um, no, but I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh, what was the other one? Uh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. It was about a guy who set up traps all around the house. It what? It was um, Home Alone. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah, it was Home Alone. <laughs> scared, <laughs> scared the hell out of me. Home Alone Four. He's all grown up. <laughs> now he's killing people who enter his home. Yep, there you go. No, uh, I got it. I got it. the collector. Yeah, oh, the collector. Yeah, yeah. The collector. I knew there was more. That, uh, there was only another movie after that, or was it more than one? No, it was uh, it was the collector, and then it was the collection. Okay, that was. Yeah, I never one. got a chance to see the second one, but the first one wasn't bad. I liked it. The second one had to do with more along his house. Um, mm. The cops found out where he was, where he was staying. They went there, but he had booby trapped the entire place, and he was just taking out the cops one by one. And the collection refers to people that he held. Mm. But he psycholo- he he drugged them and put psych- and psychologically damaged them, and fed them people, so they became like rabid animals that were cannibalized. I mm-hmm. mean, that were cannibals, and that was another pretty much element to the entire place. You got your good horror movies, and then you got the ridiculous ones. Oh, there's yeah, a lot of ridiculous ones. People under the stairs was a ridiculous concept, but it was movie. still entertaining. I know there's certain movies that just won't go. Won't that go looks on. like a horrible movie. I, I, I tried to get you to watch it. <laughs> I refuse to yeah, watch Ving that. Rames that looks like a horrible there. movie. Young Ving Rhames in there. Yeah, <laughs> and like as a guy who's gonna break into the home and he ends up getting fucked up later on, like close in the middle. Did you say Ving Rhames? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ving Rhames is in everything. Uh, yeah. uh, like Dawn yeah, of the Dead remake. Samuel Jackson. No. No. Um. But that concept was, I mean, interesting, you know, I mean, they're trying to have the perfect Christian son, you know, and every time they find something bad with him or whatever, they throw him, throw his ass in the basement and like they have a whole stockpile of uh, boys down there and they're feeding them whatever it is. But the thing that scared me was the little passageways in the house. I mean, we're going to the cracks in the walls, we're, you know, those secret passages, so to speak, that just scared the hell out of me. Well, well not that- really scared me, but like that idea where it's like I have to survive from these crazy people, I have to literally be in a... A tight area where yeah. I don't even know where I am with some crazy other. Well, that, that that leads you to believe, like when you're in your own home, you think there's like a little crack on the wall. Hey, they could be coming from there. Yeah, uh, that, that's what it is. It's supposed to freak you out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it is for anybody else who watches movies, but the way I envision it when I when I'm watching one is that I'm that character or I'm in the movie. What would I do? What am I doing? What I've done that? You know, that's exactly how I am every time I watch one, and and that in a way kind of makes me able to um, decide whether or not I like the movie or not. Mm-hmm. The only thing I think about is I wouldn't be there. That's the only thing I think about. Well, that's like, always the first thing. Don't go in the house. Yeah. What are you doing? Turn around. End of discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, unless there's a real need to go in there. But it's just like, hey, why the fuck would I go to Michael Myers' house on Halloween when I know he's killed people? Hey, let me yeah. just go in his house. Let me go see where he used to sleep. No. Well, you never know what happens when you find a hot blonde. You, you know, why don't we go in this house? It's so sexy. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. But I feel like that's why they do the, um, you talk about you being there. That's why they might uh, do a lot of first person, like camera, like movies. Like, you know, like you, you go out there and so uh, the cameraman is the actual character. And you Witch see from Project. their point of view. Oh, listen, the Blair, Blair Witch, Witch Project. Project. That was that was great. That was like the first time in a long time yep, that yep. you know watching a horror movie was was worth watching. Blair it, Witch Project it, freaked I everyone out. out that it wasn't really based on actual footage. <laughs> That's what you told me. Didn't you tell me that they never told whether or not at first it was a uh, yeah the way that it was story? promoted or at least the, uh, the way 
it seemed like it was, um, that the movie you're watching was like stitched together pieces of actual footage. Yeah. And then he was like, here's the movie, because it, it, we thought it was good enough to make it as a horror movie. I was like, ah, smart, cool. Yeah. And then like the same characters, which there's only three of them in the whole movie, they ended up on the MTV Music Award. Yep, movie awards that's exactly like it, the yeah. next time. And I was like, um, aren't you dead? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you lied to me. <laughs> you lied to me, man. I was, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. I, I, I prayed for you after I got out of the theater. Um, <laughs> um, but it was funny that you talked about first person. Uh, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about, I guess, where horror is going in the future. Um, we're starting to see virtual reality become a bigger and bigger thing. Uh, That's going to be very interesting. Yeah. They just announced Resident Evil 7, how it's going to be completely first person. You're finally putting together the way people always wanted to play games. Yeah. You know, that, that, that real life experience. I mean, I played, they gave you a, a sample on the PlayStation 4 where you could walk around and do it. I don't really feel like you get the most out of it because you're not playing in virtual reality. Mm-hmm. But if you put noise-canceling headphones on and it isolates the sound, like, on exactly. the left side... Everywhere your eyes look, whether you look up, everywhere you look, and then you have the headphones in, you know, you're submerged into that, that life. I mean, I'm, I'm in that atmosphere, that environment, in that game, personal than you have before. Listen, I got scared over certain things that happened in Resident Evil games. I can't imagine having that, like, right over my face where no matter which direction I look, not, it's not the TV. Yeah, this was going to be interesting because um, when there's something horror-related or you hear something coming from behind you, mm-hmm. it, this is going to make this is going to be a game where you literally have to stand up and play it because I don't Hopefully. think you can uh. either either do that or you're going to have to have the, the controls on the sticks where you have to where you can turn but you can also turn your head because mm-hmm. it's probably better to play on a stool. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm not going to play on a stool, but it's oh, very I can't imagine standing up because it's not like you actually have to walk in anywhere. Yeah, not yet. You know, I mean, there are things out there that allow you to do that, but not really, not, not yet. Not you have to have a lot of space and money to use that. Baby steps mm-hmm. right now when it comes to VR. Yeah. I mean, but, like, if you play the game and you have noise-canceling headphones on, you will hear moaning or screeching mm-hmm. on the left side of you, which will force you instinctively to turn to that direction. To I love see. that in movies, and I don't think they do that enough, personally. What, oh, the, the change of direction type of thing? Yeah. I mean, it, like, I was watching um, Signs when it first came out on DVD, mm-hmm. and I watched it at a friend's house um, that had complete surround sound. Mm-hmm. And when they were in, the, they were the scene was they were inside the house, and next thing you know, they heard the dog barking, and you hear it to your far left. Like, it's, I mean, to a point where my dog got up and started barking at the window, thinking there was one a dog there. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the dog getting strangled by the uh, by the alien and dying, like, all the way in your far left. I was like, that's cool. Was it, I forget who, was it you that was talking to me about, you were watching it, and uh, you just remember the, the scene where there's like, they're trying to get the Mexican children out of the, the view of the television? Oh, that was hilarious. I think that was the first time you actually saw the full alien in mm-hmm. that whole movie, so it was like, it was, once again, it was uh, footage, but within mm-hmm. the movie, of, uh, finding yeah. the alien, yeah. and it was like a little Mexican party, and um, the guy watching the TV, watching the footage, he was just like, I remember that. <laughs> That is hilarious. No, he's right, though. I, I remember he, that. Because he, he wanted to see it, too. Because like, yeah, how many times you looked in the movies and be like, you kind of move your head, knowing damn well you can't look yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. what you're watching yeah. and you want to do that. Yeah. the Ninos? There's Joaquin Phoenix. Where the Ninos? That is when everybody thought his career was going down the drain. Here it comes back. Um, oh, God. No, but, you know, it, it makes me think, like, I guess people, like, we were going back to that whole thing about the thrill but the funny thing is, when I go to the movies, if I ever go see a horror movie in the theater, it is more along the lines so I can laugh. Like, I see these people 
screaming their heads off or whatever it is. I'm, I'm just dying. I'm dying laughing at their reaction. What I notice when people start watching the movies, whether they're in a theater, whether they're at home, the, the only time I ever hear anybody go, oh, shit, or oh, oh, is really when, they, when they kind of mess with your mind in terms of which, um, the camera angle, but mostly the music. Mm-hmm. You know, if they throw a particular suspense uh, sound yeah. at you, you're jumping. It's a jump yeah. scare. Yeah. That's I what they're that trying to get thing. out of you. Like, I'll be hanging out with my friends and then... Other than really that, if I saw happens. the you know, saw the actual villain, he comes up to his uh, victim and starts killing him. I don't like. Yeah. Mm, I don't turn my head like it's too gory. It's you know, it's just not surprising. No, see, I've become too jaded with these movies. Jump scares don't get me anymore. They, like, do, I, they get me. See, but my know. thing is like that's not really entertaining to me. No, like, that's the thing. It's like I look it, at horror it, movies. Listen, you got me. I, I'll admit that you got me to jump. You got me to jump. Yeah, you got me. You got me. No, I look, I look at horror movies hoping to get scared, uh, and just it doesn't happen. Same thing with games. Like I, I mean, I think if I had to pick a particular movie that made me kind of like turn my neck a little bit because it was kind of crazy, it was maybe Saw. Uh, you know, when you no, no, saw that, I didn't feel it. When the guy started, you know, at the end of the movie, spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched it, <laughs> when the guy's pretty much said, I'm done with this, I quit, fuck it, he takes a saw and starts going at his own leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where the sense of realism comes in where it's like, you can picture yourself trying to do something crazy like that, and how would it how would it feel? Yeah, those not just movies. like a quick kill where it's like out of nowhere, a machete comes in and his head yeah. is lopped up. Ooh, yeah. no, those are the movies that made me think a lot actually. Where it was like, how long is it going to take for the psychological damage to really get to you? To am I going to cut my leg off? Am I going to kill this other person like that? Those are the movies. See, Saw to me was good for the first, I guess, two or three, and then after that, just kind of like played out, and they yeah, realized when they I just heard keep the making plot, money. when it was basically um, oh. Here's a serial killer who doesn't actually kill his victims. He has his victims kill themselves. And I was like, really? That's well, that's, I feel like the idea behind Saw is pretty good. But the movies themselves, honestly, I didn't really like any of them. Yeah, like, they, they, they yeah. had a franchise on their hand and it didn't really get it. Yeah, they just ran with it, kept going. Like the first movie, when he cut off his foot, the first thing I thought of was like, why don't you just you know, try to you know, break it? And which eventually they did in one of the later movies, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Yeah, he breaks his foot and slides it off. I was like, it's gonna kind of heal eventually, right? Why do you have to cut the damn thing off? Hop your way back out of there. No. See, but and he's a doctor, so he should have known something like that. Yeah. Too. yeah. But the ending was the thing that got me the most. It wasn't the whole cutting the leg off. It was the, the fact that the killer was in the middle of the room. In the, the room. entire. By the way, you could ask my father. I called it. Oh, I was God. correct, and that I'm was gonna just always brag about that. That was the time when he was slowly getting up. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Oh shit!" This whole damn time. Whole yeah. time. So Dude, you my... want the key? It was inside that tub. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> and just game over. <laughs> Close the fucking door. And my no, but my psychological like craziness with that was not only that the killer was in the room, but he just shuts the door. Like you were there playing the game the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. He was there. And then there's no way out because he just shut the door on you. Yeah. And then there's always those questions people have when they see certain movies that you, unless you actually see the person get killed or his head is off or something, everyone always has those questions. Whatever happened to? Did that person actually die? We never actually saw that person die. So in the Saw movies, it was only kind of worth watching it just because of the little back parts they had. Like you got to oh, see what story. happened to certain characters you thought died. Yeah, I guess. I was more interested in the mechanisms. And then sometimes you watch movies and you see people that you can't wait to die. Yeah. So that's another reason why you have to ask yourself, what is it about horror movies again that we love so much to a point where not only we want to see gore, we want to see people, certain people actually killed, some yeah. people we don't want to see killed. No, no. Even when we watch The Walking Dead, it's like sometimes you anticipate... I hope they kill this fucking character off because I can't stand his ass anymore. I'm just getting used to them doing that to everything. If you start looking at these shows, they're just killing off everybody and no one's safe, so I'm, I'm just getting used to that. I mean, 
But the thing that caught my interest the most was salt was the mechanisms. I mean, we did see slashers where it's like, I got a machete, I got a knife, I can kill whoever I want, um, conjuring and those mythical things. But he was always, like, his mechanisms, mechanisms were crazy, you know, putting the bear trap in someone's mouth, mm-hmm. blocking them in the furnace. Um, yeah, not only that, the people who write these movies got to be really sick in the head also to come up with ideas. Well, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they look at medieval times and look at the torture mechanisms. You got to kind of have a a little sense of, like, you know, you're not all there yourself. They're like, you know what? Put a fucking bear trap on your mouth. Had a timer on that shit, but it went reverse and take your damn jaw off. That motherfucker be hot. I feel like everybody has that in them, though, to an extent, in order to write a movie. Did Uh, you hear about that, um, possibly the people who do the Mortal Kombat games? They were thinking about possibly doing a a fighter game with just uh, horror characters? I wouldn't be surprised the way they're going about it. I don't it. know how many you could possibly choose when you would have a whole roster of, but I mean, I guess that's a reason. They also said, well, that's the reason why we have down- downloadable content. Mm-hmm. See, I just think, I guess that they're, they're better off doing it that way because I, I think it'd become too cheesy. I think that's why a lot of people, even with this Jason Voorhees, you know, Friday the 13th game we're talking about, a lot of people probably don't have a lot of hype around it because it's like, do we really want to see this? Do we really want this? You also got to wonder how, how does that even end, too? You know, like, yeah, I mean, exactly. okay, you finally killed all the teenagers, you win. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. It's not going to be a story based thing. It's probably going to be round based where it's like, okay, I'm the killer this round and everybody has to run from me. Yeah. And I'm the individual and I've got to run from the killer. There's no way you can do a story around that unlike it's, unless it's like Until Dawn where you are the victim. The teenagers have killed you, you have failed. Yeah. Or, yeah. Press press select for. Well, no. Even if that's the case, it would just pop up. He'll pop up at the end, like oh, his hand will come out the dirt or something. Like, oh, there's a sequel to the game. There's a sequel Great. to the game. I'm coming back, you guys. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if, like, as you play as Jason, you could. I don't know if they've shown this because I haven't seen any any stuff there. But if they showed something like uh, Jason's mom, like directing him or something like that, I feel like that'd be pretty interesting. Like, oh, Jason, go this way. I don't remember what it was. I'm not sure if it was narration or what it was. But I mean, the footage that I saw from the game itself. Um, is definitely you know the full grown Jason, hmm. and in terms of the movie that's supposed to be coming out, it, I think it's supposed to go date back to how the first one originally was. Well, was other... one of the things I heard about the movie that's supposed to be coming out is they're going to actually make it a found footage film. I don't know if that's true or not. If that's just a rumor. It's yeah, like somebody's running around with the camera. What exactly is that? The found footage, like Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But for so Jason, you so find footage. Next thing you know, you see Jason's head just come out of nowhere. And yeah, exactly. I feel like it's a it's a different twist on what's going on like with Friday the Thirteenth. No, be no, pretty interesting you. if they do it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's just, I think horror is con- is a continuously evolving and a continuously changing thing. Where it's like, we're really not going to see. I mean. We're like maybe we'll start now that now that the purge is becoming such a big thing. Maybe that's gonna be like yeah. I think the once every blue moon, you have a particular idea that works. That I wouldn't necessarily say changes things, but it definitely gets people excited again. And then it just becomes boring, and then you have to wait for the next big thing. Just as some final thoughts, uh, is there anything that you feel that they could change to make horror more interesting for you to be really back, brought back into it? I think. Growing up with horror films, the one thing that I've always noticed that has always worked is that you don't have to show the killer very often to be scared. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, you can use everything from, you know, just the surprise elements of it and the what-ifs, the what-could-have-beens. You really just don't have to have your villain in this case. I guess I'm thinking about um, Freddy Krueger, which is that's my pretty much my favorite character in mm-hmm. the horror you don't have to have him in the camera all the time making jokes and, and killing people at the same exact time like some insane clown. But oh, yeah. um, the less you see of it, the more you get scared, I think. 
Because if you don't see it coming, that's what scares people the most, when they don't see the situation coming at them. Yeah. No, I can agree with that. What what do you think, Dan? No, my thing is, uh, like you touched on earlier, uh, character development, whether it's for the uh, the killers themselves or the characters, even if it's a supernatural thing, explain why it's going on, what's what's the purpose of it being there. You focus on that and you treat it like a regular movie as opposed to a scary movie, then you just throw in the scary elements in there. It's going to work because it's still going to be a good movie. And you, like I said, just focus on the actual characters and development of the story. Don't just say, oh, here's a killer killing because he feels like it. No, why is that? Yeah, it's, it's the little things that you can probably also notice when you're watching something in the background and you didn't notice it before, and then you question yourself, what the hell is that there for? Like, if I was there, I'd be out. You know, I mean, they do them, sometimes they do it in certain video games, like um, God of War, like there was a, there was ghostly figures in the background, and you didn't even notice it. It was just looking at you. Yeah, Or true. ones that were flying around, and you didn't even catch those things, like... Or sometimes, like, even if you're watching a, uh, well, not say watching, but uh, when you're playing a particular Resident Evil movie and something moves in the background that you didn't expect. Like, the original concept of Resident Evil 4, it was completely different than the actual game that came out. Um, you know, the, the game was more, I think, up in the air on some type of a, a ship. That was one part of it. It had more supernatural elements to it. It had ghostly things. It had possessed dolls. Um... It played, like, you, you kind of wanted to play the demo when you saw it, but you could see why it wouldn't have worked out as a Resident Evil game. Mm-hmm. It looked more like, you know... No, I, mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a little bit too... Too uh, super, supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, uh, as a final thought, I think my thing is don't show too much. I honestly feel a lot of these horror movies show way too much, and it they give you too much information about the killer and everything. I mean, that's why I like Dead Silence so much. You... You left such a cliffhanger at the end where it was like, holy shit, she was the killer the whole time. And I feel like less is more in the sense when you're talking about horror movies. On that note, take us away, Dan. Well, guys, this has been another episode of A Couple of Wise Guys, and we know we made your day better. You can catch us here every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our handles in the podcast description.